Hello and welcome to Art Witch, the podcast where creativity, magic, and healing align for personal and collective liberation. I'm your host, Zanetta, and welcome. Art Witch aims to provide resources for creative empowerment, helping folks make and share their art and also find their authentic expression. In this podcast, you'll hear from a variety of artists, witches, and healers, as well as experts in various art industries and related fields, all with the intention of helping folks share their art and their unique magic with the world. Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode. I'm so thankful for you all being here and for deciding to take another turn around the sun with me as we enter into 2021. This is the first episode of the year and last year was really flipping awesome. (laughs) It was really great to talk with so many folks about their art about their experiences navigating the highs and lows of the creative journey and to just be able to share experiences and wisdom from so many folks. So thank you all for tuning in and listening to the podcast. It really, really means a lot. Before we get started, I'd like to thank our new Patreon members, Emma Noel, Kelsey, Hannah, Sejun, and Laura, it's so wonderful to connect with you all. Thank you so much for listening in and for just being a supporter of this podcast and this work in general. It's a really, really exciting time, right? With the new year, with possibilities on the horizon, and yet it's also a really deep time. So today's reading is going to get into a lot of different things and they just kind of naturally came up through the cards. I always kind of laugh at how just spot on and very obvious the tarot can be sometimes (laughs) where the cards are really just saying, hey, take a look at the most clearest, obvious thing in this moment and that's enough. So Our reading today is very to the point and is very uh, clear. The medicine was flowing quite accessibly this reading. So without any preamble or any extra stuff, let's get into it. If you've been listening to any of these creativity readings, you'll know the general format of how I read for our collective community. I use a tarot spread called the Door, Lock, and Key, which is a three-card spread where the first card is the door, the invitation. What are we being invited into in this lunar cycle? And then the second card is the lock. What is kind of stopping us or holding us back from being able to open that door or step into that invitation? And then the third card is what is the key? What's going to help us activate and access 
that invitation to really step in. And the context for all this is our creative journey, right? So just be aware that the creative journey does encompass many aspects of our lives. It encompasses our healing journey. It encompasses our relationships, um, you know, our personal development, our spiritual development. Obviously, this is the Art Witch podcast. So we get into a lot of spirituality, mysticism, and magic within the weavings of our creative work. So when you're listening to these cards and you're listening to these messages, just know that they can apply to different aspects of your life, but we're really holding the container for your creativity and your expression and your creative career. So that's really what we're kind of zeroing in on in this reading. As always, with any collective reading, I recommend centering your intuition and just listening to what resonates and leaving what doesn't. And if something feels extremely challenging, then that can sometimes really help you to kind of get some extra information about where you might want to dig deeper. So let's get started. The first card, which is the door, or essentially the invitation of this lunar cycle for our creativity, our expression, and our creative work in general, is the Three of Wands. So the phrase, the magical and the mundane, kind of came to my mind as I was channeling this. It's not uncommon for the very beginnings of our projects and our creative work to look rather mundane. These quiet moments, often unnoticed, where ideas start to take hold in the unconscious, where our spirit might find its likeness in a passage of poetry or an article or maybe even just the faint scent on the breeze. These little whispers of energy, of calling, of inspiration, of ideas. It's even before really the word inspiration or idea. It's where you're kind of naturally, intuitively drawn to. So a good example would be Maybe you're walking in the park and you just feel like going to this other part of the park for some reason. You didn't really have it on your mind and you didn't really plan on it, (laughs) wasn't premeditated, but you just find yourself gravitating and starting to walk and kind of be led to this different part of the park. That's kind of what I'm talking about here. This three of wands energy. There's this pull towards something and it's very intuitive and there's no outcome. There's no purpose. There's no agenda. There's no motivation behind it. And there's really no plans or goals necessarily, but it's a stirring. It's a calling. It's a drawing in that kind of happens and you don't know what it's going to lead to necessarily you don't even know 
if it's going to become something, you know, worth, and I'm doing air quotes right now, you don't know if it's going to be worth something or worth your time or investment, but you're just finding yourself drawn to that. And that is the invitation of this lunar cycle to let your fate naturally follow where you're being kind of drawn to, where you're lingering in your gaze, where you're interested in digging a little deeper or just kind of curious. Like it's this very, very subtle experience. And if you've been making a lot of art for a while, you may notice this pattern where uh, a whole project actually becomes something that you just were kind of doing as a hobby for a long time, or maybe you just weren't even thinking about it becoming a cornerstone of your career necessarily. But this Three of Wands energy is expansive, it is intuitive, and it is permissive, meaning there's permission to follow the intuition. There's permission to let the stirrings, let the whispers, let the sparks in the dark kind of lead you with or without purpose. And that's really beautiful, right? That's, that's really healing for many of us. I want to stress here that these are not plants. These are not goals. And these aren't even fleshed out ideas, really. It's just the beginning of being inspired, of noticing what interests you and kind of following that thread. So this three of wands energy is not necessarily a big fanfare. It's not necessarily going to self-declare as being important or that this is something that we we have to do or that this is going to lead to something really big. No, not necessarily. In fact, some of those ideas and inspirations that come through, they're not necessarily going to lead to a specific project or to something that's going to be really important. But they're almost like stepping stones to greater flow and greater ease in your creative journey. It's like if you didn't follow these stirrings now, then it's hard to be really flowing when some of those bigger callings, those bigger, you know, maybe projects or things like that or ideas come through and it's harder to answer those things. So these are kind of like stepping stones of exploration in this cycle. And the lock, the second card that kind of came through is a doozy, really. It's the tower. We have the tower as the 
form of resistance that's coming up for us in this lunar cycle around being able to answer the three of wands energy around being able to follow these faint whispers of inspiration and give ourselves that space to do so the tower comes up and the tower is referring to 2020 and the massive shifts and the massive kind of flipped energy that happened this past year. For many artists that I know and that I have read for, this year has been a complete 180 for their artwork in that if they had been putting out a lot of art before and felt really connected to their creative process and their flow and how they were going to share their work with their audience and share it with the world at large, this year that got completely flipped. And a lot of people have been mourning, a lot of people have been dealing with trying to understand their place in relationship to this crumbling. What is my relationship to making art when the spaces that I once exhibited my artwork are gone? What is my relationship to creating when the venues that I once performed in are gone? What is my relationship to this when it's just for me or it's just for a smaller handful of people or it's online it's very very understandably hard to wrap one's head around that and that is the resistance that is the resistance that is coming up in this lunar cycle what's really coming through here is what is unchanging and you're probably you know on some level being like Zanetta come on everything changes and I totally feel you on that but one thing that doesn't change is our connection to source our connections to one another ultimately through interconnectedness and how source moves through us through our creativity and our magic. That does not change. Ever. Even when we're gone, that energy just keeps rippling outward and outward and outward and outward over and over again. So this tower, you know, for far too long, we have been taught that the structures are our foundation. That the systems are our foundation of our creative work and the impact that we have on the collective. And that is inaccurate. The venues, the grant-making foundations, the spaces by which we exhibit in. They have their sacredness and their importance, and I'm not denying that. 
but they also are not source. They are not the work. They are not the connection necessarily. Therefore, they are not the foundation. I'm looking right now at the tarot card actually that um, came up from the Moonchild deck, which is by Danielle Noel. And in this depiction of the tower card, number 16 in the tarot, there is a tower and figures falling off of the tower. And then there is the foundational rock that looks like it's kind of eroding and crumbling away. And then below is the water. This fluid, connective, elemental force which moves through all of us and all life. This is really, 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 really key in this lunar cycle. It's really, really key to being able to move forward. Moving forward doesn't require fixed ground. It requires this connection to the fluidity of source and life that moves through us all and through our art by extension. And so the card that came up for the third position, the key that's going to help us step into this invitation of the three of wands, the action that we need to take is the ten of cups. Through our art, through our creative work, we reimagine worlds, new life forms, communities grow, heal, become nourished, become more resilient through our work. Tens often speak to the beginning and the end and the infinite cycle that is seamless and unbroken. So as we're feeling into the grief or the mourning or the struggle of the tower and the last year, we can simultaneously hold that we are connected to something far more infinite and eternal than anything that could have been broken down in 2020. And it is through our creative work and it is through those mundane moments where we find something that glimmers, where we find a little bit of inspiration, where we reread an article a few times and then maybe sketch out an idea and maybe go for a walk and then listen to a podcast and then try something else. It is in these seemingly unnoticed but magical moments where the flow of life continues and transforms and becomes something else. It is through our creativity that we rebuild. It is through our creativity that we re-envision. 
And I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you probably follow quite a few other witches, tarot readers, or healers, or just creative magical folks in our community. And a lot of what folks are talking about is the idea of that we all kind of need to re-envision our systems of care, our systems in general, and our collective landscape. And that takes the expansiveness that starts with ourselves and echoes through our creative work and shows us what's possible by others experiencing our art. They see what's possible. By us seeing other people's art, we see what we couldn't access before. Each one of us bringing a piece of a possible future and a more whole and healthy collective. So this Ten of Cups is asking us to really draw upon something deeper. Far deeper than that grant, far deeper than that venue, far deeper than that exhibition space. It asks us to draw upon our connection to source, our connection to one another and our sacred communities, our guides, and to trust deeply in our creative work as we re-envision possibilities. So this is a balance energy, right? This is a rebalancing energy. It is sacred work to feel into the tower and to feel into grief and to allow oneself to stand clearly in their emotions. It is also sacred work to hold that and to hold space for possibility. Both can be done. And I know that that can feel really challenging, but to get the Ten of Cups simultaneously with the Tower, to get the Ten of Cups as an answer to the Tower, we have a balancing of what we're accessing in this moment. Yes, grief and possibility and communal care and resilience and creative reimagining and rebuilding. So this initial energy of the three of wands, this energy of following the sparks in the dark, letting your intuition guide you into things that interest you and that are fun, pleasurable, that make you curious. All that stuff, those sparks, those little things that happen in the in-between moments throughout your day. Those things are worth stepping into at this lunar cycle. You don't have to have a plan. 
you don't even have to have the whole Ten of Cups vision. But you're being invited to say, it's okay. It's okay to feel grief. And it's okay to want to try new things. It's okay maybe to feel some sense of uh, struggle in giving yourself permission to explore stuff and to try things. And maybe there's even some guilt. Sometimes that comes through. Whatever it is, it's okay. All of those feelings are part of the spectrum of living. And with these readings, they offer us possibilities that maybe we weren't able to access before. So you're allowing yourself to access something else. Consider that in this lunar cycle. If there's tough stuff that comes around answering this three of wands. And as an action for the Ten of Cups, as the key of this reading, it's wonderful to reflect. It's really, really wonderful to reflect on the resilience, the reimagination that comes from our connection to our creativity. To reflect on how it's flowing from source or whatever you believe, wherever you think this comes from. To reflect on its impact, reflect on how others' artwork has really transformed and supported you. If you have a hard time seeing how your own work is powerful in this way, Draw upon someone else's, if you have a favorite artist, someone who really, really has shaped or has helped heal you through their work, draw upon their example and see how that has changed the world, how that has changed the collective. And let that bolster you as you step into your own creative stirrings. I hope this reading supports you during this lunar cycle. I hope that as the year is turning over for you, that you're feeling access, you're feeling support and connection, and feeling that flow of creativity coming through. I also want to extend an invitation to folks. Next week, we're going to be starting a new meditation series in the Art Witch Patreon community. It's called Inner Compass, and it is going to support folks to start a meditation practice, a daily meditation practice starting from three minutes a day and going all the way up to 30 minutes a day. And I was called to create this meditation series because 
Meditation is the bedrock of my magical and creative work. I meditate every day and I've been doing so for about 28 years. I've tried a variety of meditation techniques and studied with different folks and I found that it's the one thing that I can do consistently anywhere I go that will support me in coming back into my sense of self and connection to source. So essentially realigning, offering that to this community at the beginning of the year, especially after the year that we have had, feels important. It feels really, really important to offer that to this community. So we're going to be starting on the new moon, January 13th, a new moon in Aquarius. And we're going to be going through February 11th. So the next new moon. So I hope you'll join me and other folks in the community for that. There's going to be new meditations, prompts, and a little bit of a calendar to work with. So you can kind of steadily work on this meditation practice daily and to kind of integrate it into your life. And there's also going to be some videos to support you. So I hope that you'll join me and the other folks in the Art Witch community for that. And also year ahead readings are about to open up this week. So if you are interested in getting a year ahead reading for your creative work with me, that is about to open up. I have six spots available for all of 2021 and two BIPOC uh, to spirit LGBTQIA plus chronically ill disabled folks sliding scale spots. So that's like two sliding scale spots and six other spots. So these year ahead readings are the same readings I give myself to develop my sketches for the year and figure out what I want to do and what kinds of projects and plans and see what energies are coming through and how I can work constructively with those energies and to also develop relationships with the cards that are built off of my own life experiences. So when you get a year ahead reading, essentially, you're opening yourself up to support from your guides, from your loving ancestors, from all of your spiritual team that comes through these readings and says, here is what's going to help you this year. And as you travel through the year and you work with these cards, you develop a pretty potent relationship and magic with them, which carries into the next year and into the next year and into the next year and so on and so forth. So I've been doing these readings for myself for several years and I do them for other people and I really, really love doing them. They are very long. They're 90 minutes each. So I only have six spots and then the two sliding scale spots available for this year. So if you would like to be on the list to be notified about 
how and where to get a reading from me, then go ahead and join the link below. So I hope to connect with you all, those of you who I end up reading for, and I wish you all a beautiful lunar cycle. If you enjoyed today's episode of Art Witch, please consider subscribing or writing a review. Each and every little bit helps spread the word to more and more people.